The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're tuned in to Handle Your Business at the 2014 Player Networking Event, live from Super Bowl 48 in New York, New Jersey, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your hosts for the event are Ray Ellis, Lamar Campbell, Greg Nice, and Lemont Williams. Now, let's get this show started. And you say New York City. Welcome, welcome. New York City Super Bowl week in New York City. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. We're at the 14th annual player networking event at the Super Bowl presented by Pro Sports Legacy in association with Pro Squared and Impromptu Guru at wonderful Miss Harlem. Come down. Check it out. 46 West 116th Street, New York, New York City. We're coming to you live with my man, Greg Nice. <laughs> Lamar, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, buddy, man. Great to be here in New York. There was a lot of talk about cold weather Super Bowl. Looks like we're going to have a 50-degree Super Bowl tomorrow, man. Can you believe that? Seriously, I think Peyton Manning was praying to the weather guys. He's not going to have to worry about the cold weather at exactly, all. Exactly, man. Beast Mode is probably looking to eat that up, man. But we're all about players transitioning and players networking. We have a great lot of them. Isn't this amazing here in Harlem, New York City? There's just an amazing amount of energy in this room right now, Lamar. It's, I mean, it's so cool to see such an event that's just designed to support players as they come out of their NFL career and really start, I mean, I'm I don't want to say start the rest of their life, right. but it's really taking that next step beyond their NFL career. Right. I mean, but you're right, Greg. You know, this is the highest paid tip job that any of these guys will have. We all know it's temporary and high paid. It could be from one year to 10 years if you're lucky. And as we know, the average years now in the NFL are now under three. They're now 2.7. So it's very important these guys start their transition before they leave the field. And like you said, I mean, it's three years of your life that you get to be in that spotlight and that whole time of your life, you were playing the game. Your days were revolved around playing the game, right? You know, Sunday, Saturday, Friday night, that was your day. The rest of your week revolved around getting ready for that day, <laughs> right? I mean, I played college sports. I know what that was like. Game day was all you could think about. That was it. But now you have to transition. You have to let that go. There right. are so many things you have to take into account. You have to take it, you know, no longer do you have that day to build towards. And right, I mean, right. that's got to be just such a mental transition, let alone a physical transition. Oh, yes. And I think the mental part, you hit it right on the head, Greg, the mental part. If these guys are prepared mentally for when that helmet comes off to do something else, the transition just shows, and the numbers show, they make such a great transition if they're already ready instead of being caught off guard. And you would think as athletes, we're up for anything. We can change at the drop of a dime. But when you're talking about career, you're talking about mental, you're talking about financially being stable. Trust me, when those big checks stop coming, you notice it, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I never had the ability to get one of those checks. So I, I really can't relate all that much. Maybe you should tell me more about that. Let me tell you a funny story. So in the locker room with Barry Sanders once, and my first NFL check. So I go to Barry Sanders, and everybody's getting their check. Now, Barry, his check was so big, he just got a copy of his check. They just direct <laughs> deposit his check. I say, Barry, listen, um, I know about state tax. I know about city tax. Who is FICA? Who is FICA? <laughs> Barry Sanders grabs my check, runs in the meeting room, runs in the training room. Hey, rookie didn't know who FICA was, but 
it just shows you that the ignorance of guys, when you're on a scholarship, we guys have been playing football for so long, we've never had a job. We've never had to write a resume. We've never had to do any of the things that most people have to do to stay in their careers. And so my first check, I had no idea who FICA was. But it's just a great story to say that we have the things have, have, have to change. And things have to change. This is something that it's a funny story, but it speaks values to what a lot of guys do and what a lot of guys don't know when they leave the game of football. And it's so funny. I mean, to your point, there, there are so many things you don't know. There, you know, sitting from my side of the game, there are so many things I don't know what happened in the locker room. I'm not right. sure what that looks like, but I know what writing a resume looks like. I know what right. having to go out and fight for a job looks like. Right. That's got to be such an odd transition. You know, you're the man when you're in the NFL. I mean, no matter what, you know, pick. I don't want to pick on any NFL team, but right. no matter what position you are, whether you're a starter, whether you're a backup, you've right. been that guy your entire life. Right. You know, from high school to college, now to the NFL. Now coming out, maybe you're not the guy. Yeah, you know, exactly. Maybe you're not the alpha male in that job you want to go into after the NFL. Exactly. No Beast by Dre commercial for everybody. Everybody <laughs> doesn't get the Beast by Dre commercial, you know. Give us a call. We're at Miss Harlem, New York City, Harlem, 1-888-346-9144. Lamar Campbell, my main man, Greg. Nice. I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's a great smooth. Can't wait to have a great Did you just drop nice in. and smooth on me? Nice and smooth. Yo, you went there? Greg, nice. I love it. It I takes it. 35 Google pages to actually find <laughs> me when you search Greg Nice. <laughs> that is awesome. I just had a great people come. We have a great show lined up for you today. We have a lot of former NFL players, a lot of great companies that we're going to be speaking with today. Great. We have some great We have Ray Mickens. Remember Ray from the New York Jets? Yes, I do. Great career, 10-year career. We have Spencer Tillman, of course. CBS Sports Broadcast will be joining us. One of the top in his business as well, too. And you mentioned it earlier, Greg. This just seems like a big locker room. When I was in a locker room, people underestimate the value of grassroots. If you wanted an agent, you talk to the guys in the locker room. If you want a financial advisor, you talk to the guys in the locker room. Guys in the locker room shared information. A lot of decisions that were made were made by the guys that you trusted. So the atmosphere here is just a big locker room of former players and great businesses for these guys to make a great transition moving forward. I agree. I mean, it's a, like we talked about right at the top of the show. It's a great atmosphere in here. And to your point, it does feel like a locker room. I mean, we've got a couple hundred people already set up in here. The event just started. I expect it's only going to grow as the day goes on. Right. And the whole point of this, like we said, is to support players as they're moving on in life. That's such right. a cool, unique perspective to me. Right. And it's game time for us today because me and Greg and Lemon and Ray, we will be on. We will be joining you for six hours today. <laughs> Hope you brought a water bottle. Yes, man. We brought a lot of water bottle. have our gallons of water. Got our game face on. We're ready to go. We are ready to go. Make sure you give us a call again. 1-888-346-9144. Make sure you send your tweets out. Make sure you tweet us. We're going live here at Miss from Harlem, and we can't wait for our first guest. People are arriving. The red carpet looks beautiful. We're going to have the choir here today. Yes, that's going to be outstanding. They're going to be around the red carpet. That's going to be great. We're going to be serenaded. Oh, man, that's awesome. I make me feel special. That's right That'd be great. Lamar, we've got a few minutes before we're going to head into our first break. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about your story? Oh, I man, mean, definitely. I would we don't need a guest in the, in the booth right now. You can talk. <laughs> well, definitely, I would love to tell you my story. I would love. I'm from Chester, Pennsylvania, small town right outside of Philadelphia, but probably a little tougher than Philly. Shout out to my hometown of Chester, Pennsylvania. So I was fortunate enough to go to University of Wisconsin, play for Barry Alvarez at the University of Wisconsin. And as a free agent, I went to the D Detroit Lions. Undrafted. All I did was want to fight Herman Moore and Johnny Morton all day long. I figured they were going to send me home. End up playing with those guys for six years. And while I was with Detroit, our first guest took care of me when I was just a young, snot-nosed rookie. My main man, Larry 
Lee, Big Sweet, they call him. Sweet. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, Sweet? How I'm you good. doing, brother? I'm good, man. God is good, boy. <laughs> it is. Man. Hey, it was definitely great to uh, see you up there. I didn't get a chance to see you at the Monday night game. Right. But tell us a little bit about your band and what you guys did on that Monday well, night game in, D- in Detroit. Well, what I do now is uh, I've been a musician all my life. I'm a bass guitar player, and I have a 10-piece band uh, in the Detroit area, and we travel the world, and we do a lot of high-end corporate events. And But that Monday night when the Lions played the Ravens, uh, my band played on the field before pregame, uh, uh, halftime, and, and postgame, and we had a blast. It was a homecoming theme throughout right. the whole league that weekend. So I came home playing my bass with my band. Oh, you guys sound good. It was a pleasure to be here. The alumni in the box and the suite went crazy. We loved it. <laughs> Everything. Now, me and Greg were just, me and Greg were just speaking about it. Uh, I was just telling my story as a rookie. Uh-huh. You remember me as a snot-nosed rookie when I was yes, coming sir. Out of Wisconsin. Out of Wisconsin. I remember that. 155 pounds, yes, soaking sir. wet. Yes, sir. Look at us now. As somebody that was in your position then, why was it so important for guys to start that transition early, better than late? Uh, well, I tell you, the, the beauty of it is that you you must realize it. Right. Some guys don't realize it. And, and, and that's why I think mentorship is important. For me, I had a guy named Mel Farr. Mm. Mel Farr recruited me out of Dayton, Ohio, to go to UCLA, his, his alma mater. And then when I got drafted by the Lions, you know, Mel was a big businessman, had right. several uh, auto, automobile dealerships. And Mel hit me up one day, and he said, Larry, are you ready for life after football? Mm. And I said, uh, I'm working on Yeah, No, 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 Larry, hit, hit me straight. I said, no. He said, man, you come from an automotive background. Your dad, you know, had a garage and body shop. So, man, I'm going to take you under my wing. So I went through the Ford dealer development program under Mel. Mm-hmm. And when I got out of the game, I went straight, you know, to working for Mel Farr. And I, um, I, I was general manager at one of his dealerships oh, mm-hmm. for six months. Wow. And Chuck Schmidt, the former Lions general yep. manager, called me and said, Larry, I got this new position called player programs. Great guy, you know, with your personality and mingling with the guys. And so I got there. And as you know, uh, I, uh, I was there for a couple years in that mm-hmm. position. But then they promoted me to exactly. vice president of football operations. So, so yeah, uh, you know, getting ready for life after football is important. So I'm, with, I'm working with the NFL choir with some of the younger guys. And I'm trying to stress that to them now. And that's yeah. important because I mean, you have the background, you have the pedigree. And it's someone that was there in Detroit. I mean, you were a guy that always had our back. A lot of us yeah. came in there lost, yeah. big eyes, going stepping to the large stage of being in the NFL. And it's easy to get your transition lost because you're, you're just trying to make sure you're there for that day. Exactly. You're trying to make sure you're there for that day yeah. and not worry about getting cut. You want to learn your playbook. Exactly. A lot of times when guys are first coming in, even because there's always a grind every year. Your job is yeah. on the line every year. Every so it's year. hard to focus. And now even more so that football has become a year-round sport. We, used yeah. to use, we actually used to have an offseason. Oh, man. Now there is no offseason anymore. No. And, you know, that was the beauty of what I tried to do for you guys. Mm-hmm. It was shoot you straight and let you know, you know, uh, there is a guy that really has your back. Even though, because I, I had double duty. I was, you guys, kind of like big brother. But then I was management. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had to walk a fine line to still, um, you know, but I, I thought I did it well. And, and, and I treated you like men. And, and But I was cool enough to where we right. could hang and, <laughs> and have some fun. So it was, that was a blessing, man. It, it was really was. Well, we're looking forward to the choir today. We have about a minute and a half. So yep. I want you to tell us about the choir and make sure our guests know where they can find you on your social media, Facebook, what gotcha. Well, the NFL uh, Players Choir, mm-hmm. uh, this is actually the 15th year of a Super Bowl celebration, gospel celebration. But the NFL uh, Players Choir has been around for about eight years. And it's comprised of during the offseason, I mean, during the season of former players and during the offseason, obviously, present and former players. 
But we're just now starting to get it together as a business entity, and we're going to start uh, traveling the world, and we're going to take a smaller unit of about seven or eight guys and travel travel the world with it. Yeah, Man, that's awesome. Now, where can our listeners find you at on Facebook, your band, everything? Uh, uh, Larry Lee. Uh, uh, you can go to uh, on Facebook. Uh, I'm at Friends Limit, so I got to okay, get Okay, got second. you. Oh, you big time like that, nah, I, I understand. I understand. But they can reach. Go to backinthedayband.com. Mm-hmm. Or they can reach out to me at Larry Lee one nine five nine at AOL dot com. I booked the the, the the NFL choir. So if there's anyone with an interest with my band or the NFL choir, just look me up. Two four eight three three zero eight six four zero. Awesome. Thank you so much, Beast. We've got about thirty, forty five seconds. If you have our listeners or younger guys or anyone here, what would be a message that you would leave with them right now? The message uh, I would leave is that, you know, obviously you hear the, the standard education is key and all that, but I'm, I'm trying to work on, on people being men or boys being right. men again. You know, uh, learning, you know, sometimes life is tough, but you can you get up, you dust yourself off and move on. Awesome. Thank yeah. you so much, Big Sweet. Coming through, Lions Soup. in the house. Can't wait to hear the choir. They don't call you Soup around Yes, there, they do, man. Do I'm they? bringing it back. Soup is back, brother. <laughs> Soup is back. Mm-hmm. Good, baby. Good, man. Love you, boy. Stay tuned. We'll be right back live from the p and Networking event. Harlem, New York. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you. 
It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific for Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. It's time to let the ladies do some sports talking around here. The Sports Girls take over the Voice America Sports Channel every Monday for The Inside Score. Beth Silverberg, Chin Chin Ong, and Julie Bueller are here to showcase the athletes, the coaches, and the foundations that change lives. In addition, we'll have a ton of regular features and a featured guest sports girl every week. You'll hear the stories you need to hear from the people that make the difference. The Inside Score is heard every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern or Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join the Voice America Sports Channel on Saturday, February 1st for the 14th Annual Player Networking Event at Super Bowl 48. Your hosts will be Ray Ellis, Lamar Campbell, Greg Nice, and Lemont Williams. We'll be there live from New York for all of the action, and you can hear it live on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready. This will be an unprecedented event on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Join us live this Saturday, February 1st, starting at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to the 14th annual Player Networking Event, live from Super Bowl 48 in New York on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Now. Back to the show. Welcome back live from Miss Harlem. Give us a call, 1-888-346-9144, or follow us on Twitter. That's at NFLPNE. That's at NFLPNE. Make sure you shoot us a tweet. Make sure you give us a call. Make sure that you get down to Miss Harlem. Great atmosphere, great people. Me and my man Greg, nice. Having a chance to sit down with some great guys today, Greg. So far, so good, right, man? Absolutely, so far, so good. We got another guest right here with us right now. Awesome, brother. This is a great afternoon. Make sure, as I said, give us a call. 1-888-346-9144-346-9144. Pleasure to have you today, brother. How you feeling? Man, I can't complain. Uh, making sure uh, I have to make sure I get some evidence that I was here. My wife has to believe. <laughs> Hopefully, she's listening right now. And, sweetie, I am here. I <laughs> am alive. Not- <laughs> Live broadcast, we're at Miss Harlem. He's looking sharp. He's taking care of business. This is what it's about, man, transition. Now, let me ask you, you brought that up. As you, in your experience, let me ask you, the guys compared to a single guy or a married guy, when you're making that transition, what do you think the difference was before you got married and now after you got married? The difference before and after. Oh. 
I want to put you on the spot. I'm trying to show you some love. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You know what? Yeah, because she is listening. I'll you right now. You know what? You know you have you have a you have a rock solid support support system. Right. I mean because. You know, you go from trying to figure out who you're going to spend time with till, hey, that, that's the last thing on your mind. And plus, you got a person that's supporting you. They're pushing you right. towards what you want. It's the same way you're pushing them. So you get to share your life with somebody who's, uh, who's a rock-solid uh, foundation for you. I'll tell you what, man. You know, I talk to a lot of guys now that I'm out of the league now. And that stability goes and speaks volumes. Even when it comes to the programs, you know how it is in the locker room. We get so much mail, so much fan mail. You have a lot of guys miss, missing out on things like line of duty free money that we can get for injuries. A lot of things that we miss because we have too much other things going on. So it's good to have that stability somebody keep track of that for you. Of course. And then at the same time, too, you know, thank God I wasn't I wasn't married when I was in the NFL, but you know, now that I'm out of the league and I right. really get I really get to experience life, I, I really get to, you know, cherish her. I never ever, because the thing about it is, man, I mean, nothing against those guys that do, but uh, right. uh, alimony, I've heard about <laughs> it. And uh, I, I feel bad for any and everybody who, uh, I feel bad for it, and that's, that's not to throw shade at anybody, but, man, listen, it's cheaper to keep her. I'm hey, we heard it a lot of cheaper to keep her, keep it going. That might have been the best transition advice we've covered so far today. <laughs> that's been awesome. Tell us what you're up to now. Well, you know, right now I'm in, I'm in the nonprofit sector, and I'm mm-hmm. also uh, looking, to, this look, I'm looking to uh, make a radio uh, part of my next career. I'm uh, trying to get on with NBC Sports. and um, That'd be awesome. You know, it's funny, man. When you're in the NFL, you can, you can vouch for this. Right. You, the media is the last person. That's the people you're trying to avoid. Exactly. Now, exactly. you know, I'm sitting at home, you know, trying to do my trying to get my Stephen A. Smith on a little <laughs> bit. My wife was like, are you talking to yourself? I'm like, yeah, in the mirror. <laughs> I thought I was home alone. But, but, you know, it's funny, man. I mean, I thank God every day I was able to take something from the NFL and be able right. to apply it now to my life after football and, you know, as great as the, the Super Bowl is this week, man, I'm happy that I came to. I think this is the best event of all week, uh, for the entire week. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Like, we, me and Greg were speaking about it earlier. You know, it's like a big locker room. A lot of guys that play ball. And I was just telling Greg that we reach out to the locker room for a lot of advice, a lot of business plans that we have. We talk to the guys in the locker room because we trust each other. Mm-hmm. So we try to create that atmosphere here. So let me ask you, favorite locker room story? What's your favorite, favorite locker room? Locker room? I'm, well, this kids are listening, so let me keep the picture <laughs> to the team. You know what? You know what? My favorite locker room story because I was blessed enough to play with the late Steven there when I when I got right. drafted in 2004. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's funny. I'm I'm going. I know I'm going to get some type of rookie, you know, uh, hazing or whatever you right. may call it. And uh, I'm like, okay, I ain't listening to nobody else. Whatever nine say, I'm gonna do. So the dude asked me. To get him, because McDonald's was like right there by where we go, where we're working. He told me to get him. Two, I remember there two uh, uh, sausage egg and cheese McMuffins. Make sure they hot. So I make. So what I would do is, if the meeting started at eight, I go. You know, I get there by seven forty-five. Make sure I get to right. the meeting. And do you know most of the time he wouldn't even eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny. This is the funny thing too. And this, but th- that ain't even the craziest part. So I'm not. So he won't eat it. He'll give it back to me. I go to the locker room. And Keith Bullock, who played, he'll say, Ben, you can eat it, man. Like, he's not going to ask for it back. If he tells you he don't want it, you are allowed to eat it. It took, it took like week 14 for me to start <laughs> You didn't know it was a setup. You didn't no, know it was man, a setup. I'm thinking if I eat it and I come outside and I got, my, you know, I got crumbs on my mouth, you like, so you ate my sandwich <laughs> or something. So. But, you know, but, you know, but going back to your point about the locker room, man, if more people could experience what the locker room meant to us, right. That's, right. that was almost bigger than the game. Yeah, was, it definitely was. I was just going to jump in and ask that, Pat. Would you say that's what you miss more about being in the league? Is it more the locker room camaraderie, or is it the competition on the field? It's, it's, the, it's the camaraderie because some of the most intriguing people you're ever going to meet play football. I mean, because mm. what, the, what the public sees is, you know, that finished product on Sunday. But you get to, I mean, you, 
you can't help but learn about a guy if you're with him all day, every day for like four right. months, and not including the offseason. So I would say because some of the most, some of the smartest and some of the craziest, whatever word, craziest. adjectives you want to throw out, <laughs> they, they exist in the NFL locker room. <laughs> That's great. So listen, let, let our listeners know where they can find you. Tell us a little bit more about your nonprofit, what you're doing in the nonprofit section. Well, I, well I'm, up here, I'm up here in New Jersey right now, and I'm actually mm-hmm. working um, with, a, with a nonprofit called Arches. What Arches does is they, take, they actually take people out of, that's coming out of probation and coming out, getting off parole, and they actually help them transition back, you know, back into mm-hmm. society. And uh, I'm working with that mentoring aspect of it um, because, you know, I know I've been blessed to be a blessing to somebody else. And whenever, right. whenever you know, even my, even my business partner, man, looking at my business partner, would, would it look like this guy went to jail for 15 <laughs> years? <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. The guy, the guy has his own publishing company. Here that's I am awesome. trying to get a book published. And, right. You know, so, and at the same time, too, uh, I, you know, I know when it comes to these type of opportunities, we've been blessed to be on the biggest platform in the world. Right, so right. I don't want to walk away from the NFL and not take nothing from it. That would be a travesty. That would be great. Well, let me say good luck with the broadcasting career. Take advantage. Had an opportunity this year to do a sports journalism boot camp in Bowling Green and also the broadcast boot camp. Very humbling. You're a uh, rookie again. Let me tell I, you, I, I, you I, are a rookie oh, again. Oh, trust me. I know I'm not. A, you know what's funny? When I was able to uh, go to the NBC, and uh-huh. they, uh, they had, you know, it's like a, they had me on the radio for them for the whole three right. hours. But it's not like I went in there like I knew everything because right. we know football. We don't know how to talk it though. <laughs> right. I know, I know the X's and the O's, but. And when the, the what's the producers doing me like this? Like, oh, that mean we on air, and I'm saying that. Out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so it's and at the same time too though, but because I'm used to structure, I'm used to being, you know, I'm used to being a put a situation. I got to learn from scratch. Right. That way, you know, whenever you do hear this is the being true show, I won't sound like an idiot. Hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> no, man. I think you're great. I think you're on your way, man. You're a natural on the microphone. Appreciate think, it, man. I appreciate it. Oh, he sounds great. You've been doing this for years, I'm guessing. I, I did it when I was, t- you know, I, I get a lot of practice now that I have a wife. I get a chance <laughs> to just get, I, even though I can't ar- argue this lady, I get a chance to really, you know what I'm talking about. Right. I get a chance to go back and forth. I usually lose in the end, but I at least get to tell my daughter, Daddy, I had some good points. I'm right, I had you. some good points. Though. I may be wrong, but, but you heard them. Exactly. You heard them. <laughs> your broadcast voice is your married voice. I never thought about that one. Oh, yeah, man. You got you to, pra- I mean, you got to, listen, I talk to myself so much now. I'd be on the bus and somebody be like, sir. I'm like, this, this is between me and me. This ain't got nothing to do with over there, okay? I'm, I hey, don't have, you know. Like, like they'll say, sometimes yourself is the most important person you'll ever talk to. I hey, mean, that's the only person. That, yourself <laughs> is the only person they ain't going to argue with you. you. You can always hug yourself, love yourself, until your wife says the baby's crying. Then I got to leave me <laughs> and, go, and go be a daddy again. Well, definitely great to have you on the show. Let our listeners know where they can find you. You have a website, Twitter, anything you, you might have. You can definitely go to uh, beingtroop.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Burrowboy, B-Troop, B-O-R-O-B-T-R-O-U-P-E. Borough Boy B Troop and um and uh make sure oh make sure to go to southernpigskin.com. I actually write a blog called Troop Talk. Somebody give me a mic. I mean somebody let me say whatever. So go to southernpigskin.com, check out Troop Talk. That's good, man. We got about two minutes left. So you have to leave we're here with anything today. What do you gain to accomplish today by being here at Players Networking event here in Harlem? Man, leaving better than I came, knowledge, right. wisdom, understanding. These are these people in this room are where we all are trying to, to get to because football is great, right. but, you know, life is more important. So I'm trying to leave with some life skills and things I didn't have before I walked through the door. All right. Best one-liner. What's your best one-liner you got for me? Best one-liner is, uh, you know, bad attitudes just like flat tires. You're not going far unless you change it. Ah, I like I it. Like I like it. My man, Ben True, congratulations, man. Thanks for coming on with us today, man. man I, hey, you I'm, on your way, dog. I'm going to be working you with y'all. You on your way, man. I'm going to see y'all again. <laughs> if we have a show together, people, it's not coincidental. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, it'll be the 15th year next year. We can make that happen. We'd love to have you. Appreciate I mean, it, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, thanks man. man. Yeah.
our guy, Ben True. Make sure you check out his blog. Make sure you support him at NFL P&E, at NFL P&E. Give us a call, 1-888-346-9144. Coming up next, we're going to have the big man, Ray Mickens, joining us. Stay tuned. P&E Networking Event live from Harlem, New York City. to the pros we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports follow the voice america talk radio network on twitter we're at voice america trn you'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and general happenings that you should know about at the voice america talk radio network now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office just go to twitter.com forward slash voice america trn or follow along with us at voice america trn the voice america talk radio network we're on the cutting edge of social media can you keep up are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to the 14th Annual Player Networking Event, live from Super Bowl 48 in New York on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the 14th Annual PE Networking Event here, coming from Miss Harlem, New York City, here with my man Greg Nice. Had a great half hour. Such a quick 
half hour, man. It's been awesome Dude, so when far. when things here. are going well, they go fast. They go, oh, my goodness, If man. we were angry at each other, we'd be like four <laughs> minutes. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> Make sure you give us a call, man, 1-888-346-9144. And follow us on Twitter, hashtag PNE14. That's hashtag PNE14. You know, we talked about the locker room atmosphere, Greg. And we have a gentleman here with us now who I had a chance to meet a couple of years ago at one of our transition programs. And now he is the man, 11-year NFL veteran. You may know him from everybody's favorite New York Jets here in New York City. Big play, Ray Mickens. Hey, what's going on, Lamar? Hey, Greg, how you doing? Hey, what's oh, going man, on, Ray? Good man. to have you, Ray, man. Good to have you. So well, how's your weekend being? How's your week? Now, you're a New York guy. You're yeah. a New York Jet. This is your city. Yeah. We're yeah. in your backyard. How's New York been treating you this man, week? Man, it's been nothing but love, man. <laughs> as soon as I got off the plane, man, it's just like Ray Mickens, you know, New York Jet. It seems like, you know, I'm living in Dallas now. It's, right. I'm like in the witness protection program because uh, <laughs> if you're not a cowboy, I mean, you know, oh, are you, where, where, what college did you play for? But when I come up here, it's, it's so much love, man. I, I love New York, man, and, and I miss it. I miss right. it a lot, yeah. Yeah, man, great city, man. I mean, I think a lot of people are wondering what New York was going to be like, if it would be able to handle the Super Bowl. And I oh, think yeah. New York has proven that not only can a cold-weather city, city do it, but a cold-weather city can do it well and then no place to do it like New York City. No, no place to do it. I, I can't even tell. It's been cold out here, actually, man. It's just been live with a lot of excitement, a lot of things to do. I mean, even if you don't even have anything on your itinerary and you come up here, you're going to find something to do. You right. know, this is not like any other small uh, city, man. There's always going to be something to do, something to see that's going to be right. something you've never saw before. Right. Now, yeah. we've had a couple of younger guys on, right? Guys, you know, that were in the league a couple of years. Larry Lee played a couple of years in the front office. Uh, ben played a couple of years. You're a double-digit year guy. Mm-hmm. How was your transition different from being a double-digit guy? How pre- more prepared were you for being in the NFL that long? You know, man, it, it's, it's hard, man. I, you can never... I don't think you can ever say that you're you're going to be prepared, right. uh, regardless mm-hmm. of how many years you play, one year, 10 years, right. 15 years. You know, it's it's a transition, mm-hmm. and a transition means that you're going from doing one thing, you know, and, and, and one one type of uh, agenda to, to the next agenda, and, and, and it's tough. It's right. all it's always tough. Even I even though I had my my uh, my, my second career already going right as mm-hmm. I was playing when I stopped playing. You know, a part of me wasn't there anymore. Mm, so wow. that was the tough part. And it wasn't the money thing. A lot of people think about the money side. Right. Where, okay, so now I got that money side taken care of, but there's still an emotional side mm, that, um, that wow, you know, where did it go? Right. I mean, I'm still looking for it. <laughs> What's it like? I mean, if you're playing the NFL for double-digit years, you've been playing yeah. in college before that, you've been playing in high school uh, before that. What's it like just to not have that physical aspect of, like, that routine to get, you know, practice into game into off-season training what's that like to not have that kind of schedule anymore from a physical perspective well i mean at first it was lovely you know (laughs) i was like man i was waking up man like thought i was late to a meeting you know sometimes jumped up like wow you know and then after a while it kind of just sets in you know now you're starting a a whole different type of uh a, a way of life you know now i'm getting up and my whole routine is different you know it's 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 uh, getting the kids ready for school and, wow. and, and, you know, and, and doing the dad stuff and then going to work after that. You know, it's been that's totally different because it wasn't like that when I was playing. I would always be up and my kids would be asleep already, mm-hmm. you know, and I never saw them until I got I got home from after practice. So, I mean, uh, the, the the whole the whole deal is different, man. And, and, and I just it, it's hard to it's hard to uh, to get prepared for that. But you can. There, there are things that are um, that are available to the guys right. today right. that are helping them 
a lot better than what we had when we were playing. Right, exactly. Now, your transition into airport concessions, I think you're a model because there's so many more ways to make a great career that people really don't think about. How did you get interested in that? How did you make that transition? And why? And explain why you're doing so well at it. Um, Well, well, first of all, it was more so when I was playing, I was networking. Right. You know, you you go to the little appearances on your days off. You know, you you socialize. And a lot of guys don't do that or or didn't do that when I was playing. But I was one of the guys that did that. And I came into a situation where um, there was an opportunity in Mm -hmm. Philadelphia Airport. And it was barely in my, my uh, third year, going on my fourth year in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You, and you're year to year in the NFL, so you never know, right. you know if you're going to be playing the next year. And that's the way I felt in year three. Right. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, it was an opportunity. And, um, and I, I was able to learn about the business off of a small investment, mm-hmm. uh, $15,000 investment. And I was able to learn about the industry. And mm-hmm. I was able to uh, meet more people, uh, more important people, and, and develop relationships. And then more opportunities came about. And it was just kind of a steamroll effect. Right. Right. And then I'm just stuck here now. Like, (laughs) you know what? I I would love to do coaching, but it would be a pay cut. I would love to to do this. I'd love to do that. But, you know, this is is what I'm doing right now. And and I approach it the same way I approach football. The same way I approach football. It's a, a, even though you're good at it. Right. It doesn't matter. You can be the best best team in the NFL. And -hmm. if you don't prepare for the next game. Regardless of who it is, you, you exactly. can lose. And exactly. so that's the way it is in, in, in business. You know, no matter how good you are in business, if you, if you don't prepare for the next year, you can have a losing year. Exactly. You know? And so exactly. you got to stay on your toes every single year as an entrepreneur. And that's awesome, man. I think one of the things we talked about earlier, the locker room atmosphere here. Now, many of you have been to the P&E event the last couple of years, and every year it's just grown. It's become more phenomenal. If just joining us, I'm on with big play Ray Makers, former New York Jet. Here at PE, here at Miss Harlem, give us a call at 1 346 9144. Follow us on Twitter, hashtag PE14, hashtag PE14. But we have the jazz guy playing now. Every year, just gets, <laughs> every guy here just gets real, he gets serenaded. He just know, you never know you're going to get. You know, Ben was on early and he said, the locker room, you'll meet the most vast amount of characters, people that do crazy things, different things. But the locker room is where a lot of people go. If you're in the locker room right now, what advice would you give to these young guys? Man, I would I would just tell them to be more more outgoing. I tell them right. to be more uh, connect with connect with fans. Go to events uh, that the uh, that your clubs have set up. Um, you know, every every opportunity is a networking opportunity. Right. You never know who you're going to meet. You never know what relationships that you that, that you can you know that, that you're going to bond with, and and you know that can set you up for your second career. Yeah, I definitely. mean, re- regardless of I mean, I was a I was an accounting major. <laughs> at at, uh, at Texas A&M. So how did I get in airport concessions? Well, it was just through relationships. I didn't study that in college, right? But it was a relationship piece that I that I that I came in contact with, and then all of a sudden from there I started learning about the industry. Okay, let me ask you this: You brought up Texas A&M, so I got I can't let you go. <laughs> <laughs> got to ask you about your boy football. Uh, Have you had a chance to see him play in person at all while you were on campus? Yes. Let yes. me ask you: ask, When yeah. you were there at campus, when you saw Johnny football play, and you look at what careers are now with quarterbacks now. Yeah. And you had a prediction to make, not only about his career, but what would he be good at outside of football, you think? Outside of football? Outside of football. Oh, man. He, he is a marketing machine. <laughs> I mean, I think he's got the, you know, the, the right, you know, the, the right people around him right. and the right companies that he's going to market himself well. I think he's going to make a lot of money off the field. You know, I, I think that, um, you know, a lot of the things that he did were that were probably immature, 
mm-hmm. um, you know, back when he was younger. I think that that, that will all, you know, that will all be forgotten. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that he'll move forward and he'll, he'll get some major endorsements. He's that type of, type of person. And if right. you get about the player, he's that type of person as well. And uh, he's just an exciting player to watch, man. And no, and, and, and it's funny. You know, you look at Johnny Manziel, Heisman winner, you know, freshman. And you look at it reminds me of a rookie year, a rookie. He didn't have the money, but he had the exposure. He yeah. had the access. He could do a lot of things that you're not used to being able to do. And as a rookie, you make a lot of mistakes. You do a lot of dumb things. You say a lot of dumb things. And then you're only 20, 21 years old. Right. You know, these things all come into play. But it's just as a Heisman when it became a polarizing factor. But kids are going to be kids. Nobody's perfect. I think we're about to have the Super Bowl going, um, Super Bowl gospel going in. But, Ray, I want to talk about your restaurant. Um, it's at Dallas Airport, correct? Yes. So I want you to be able to tell the listeners where your, where your restaurant is, how to find you. We've got about four minutes left. Okay. Um, well, actually, we're at uh, DFW Airport, Terminal mm-hmm. A, uh, Gate A16. We have a Qdoba Mexican Grill mm-hmm. um, where, we're, where we're doing basically it's like a, uh, a Chipotle-style uh, concept. Uh, only, only better, right? <laughs> uh, you know, margaritas with uh, Patron-based uh, top shelf uh, margaritas there, and then, and then at uh, ter- um, at Gate Nine, Terminal Eight Nine, we have a uh, we're opening a Wild Blue Martini Bar. Oh, congratulations! And, uh, yeah, thanks, man. And and you know, um, I, I was pushing a uh, player product program um, the last couple years, and mm-hmm. and this is the first opportunity where we're going to get a chance to to showcase some some player products. Um, awesome. In this bar, whether it be wines or, or spirits or, or or even food food products, we're gonna we're gonna be looking to to use a portion of our menu uh, dedicated just to players. Oh, that's gonna be. So, I mean, I uh, think that's a brilliant concept. I mean, yeah. you're a guy that I like said with a small investment, you got it and you learned. You know, you can be a mentor to these new guys now as they're building their brand and building their product. Now you had eleven years in best locker room, asking all, all our players best locker room story. Oh man, there's so many. <laughs> There's so many. I, some of them I definitely can't tell. That's the same time we heard that today. Yeah, I think we're going to keep hearing that. We're going to keep hearing that, right? Yeah, man. I'm trying to think of a clean one. <laughs> Does it involve fast food? I tell uh, you what, we, we got about a minute and a half. Give me yeah. a Bill Belichick story. He Bill was your coach. Bill Belichick, man. Um, you know, Bill. Bill was uh, somebody that uh, that I very I, I respect and admired. Mm-hmm. He. Um, you know when when um, '96 when I got drafted by the Jets, I was a, I started as a rookie, mm-hmm. uh, rookie starter. Um, we went one and fifteen that year. Parcells came in the next year with Belichick, and I remember um, that you know I, I was a second string. I was wondering why I was second string. Parcells says, you know what, I don't like small corners, and I was just like, wow. That's like <laughs> he just told me straight to my face, and and I appreciate it now, but right. I didn't I didn't appreciate it then. Right. And then um, you know I just I just worked hard to prove myself. Belichick was a guy that that really attached to me mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, man, I like you. you know, I want to keep you around." And, and there it goes, man. And he taught me everything, and That's I played awesome. eleven years because of him. That's yeah. a great. And those are the kind of stories you really don't hear about Bill Belichick. Well, I want to congratulate you on everything that you've done. Big play, Ray Megas. Welcome Thanks, home. Man. Welcome back to New York City. Hey, and hey, keep it. up the great work, man. I will, we'll see you next year. Gotham City. Gotham City. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Big play, Ray. Ray. Thanks, Ray. Greg. Thanks, Ray. Pleasure, man. Stay tuned. We'll be right back live from Miss Harlem, New York City. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds 
apart. They need to bitch his ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. You're tuned in to the 14th Annual Player Networking Event, live from Super Bowl 48 in New York. 
on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Miss from Harlem, New York Live PE networking event. Having a great time with my man Greg Nice. I'm having a great time working with you today, Dude, G-Nice. Lamar, this is great. I mean, how could this be bad? I mean, I know, we're sitting right? around, we're talking about the locker room atmosphere, we're hanging out, we're getting to talk to former players. Dude, I'm in heaven right now. We're winning right now, man. We're winning. Absolutely. We have some vodka. We'd really be good. We're going to have people <laughs> singing us in a second? Yeah, we're getting ready to have a Super Bowl gospel going on right now. So we're getting ready to get serenaded. The Super Bowl gospel choir was I last like night. I like I have to whisper now. I know, right? I feel like I'm in church. I'm going to get in trouble or something right now. <laughs> get my whisper voice. But now we're getting hey, ready. you could be a golf announcer with that whisper. <clears throat> Players now are on the putt. He's going to hit it and just a bit outside. He's going to want that back later. You, you may have to go to golf boot camp if you're going to say he's going to hit it when he's about to putt. Just saying. That, that may be why I shoot over 100. That could be. That, but, hey, you that, get your that exercise. could be, man. Yeah. You get your exercise. I look good, though. I, I look good on court. I, you look good in studio. You know what? You got to watch out for those guys I'm learning. Like, when, when I look nice on the court, they know I can't play. I, I look nice on the court. <laughs> They're like, wow, he spent more money on his clothes than his clubs. <laughs> exactly. Give us a call, 1-888-346-9144. Make sure you hashtag Twitter, PNE14, hashtag Twitter, PNE14. We're here with you all day till 6 o'clock. Me and Greg Nice. It's going to be a long day. It's going to be a great. long day, man. Got a couple five-hour energies. But the energy we've had today, the guests we've had, Ray Mick has been, Larry Lee, such phenomenal guys we've had on here today, and great stories from all of them, and great transition by all of these guys as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously it makes sense. The ones that are succeeding are going to be the ones that are going to come to this event and help others su- succeed in their transition. I mean, it, it was funny. I want to start asking the questions like, well, what does like a you know a trans a transition that doesn't go so well look like? Right. You know, you, you know, see like, a lot of guys that you know. One thing that I, I talked about, we talked about a lot this week. What people may not think, Greg, is that not only are they not prepared. But when they're injured as well, too, a lot of these guys, insurance, that's really one of the highest costs you're going to pay. Yeah. You know, when you leave the game and people don't realize that, you know, the league will cover you for only a couple of years. But as we know, if you have a three-year average career, you don't really start to fill it until you're 30. Oh, yeah. So your insurance is gone. You may have a family by then. You have a file this thick. And what do insurance companies love? Pre-existing conditions. You oh, have a file since you've been 18 years yep. old. I mean, in- incredible. Well, I mean, it, the hot topic in the NFL, it's been concussions for the right. past few years. You know, the rules are changing. The game is changing. But what we don't really talk about, you know, in the ideas of injuries, like we always hear guys are, you know, tearing their ACLs. They're busting their ankles. And, and as fans, we're just like, yep, you know, we'll see them next year. Right. But to your point, like that's going to be that injury is with you the rest of your life. And then how is that going to affect you when you're 30, when you're 40, when you're 50? You know, you're no longer making the paychecks. you got to pay the insurance. Exactly. And that's really where a lot of guys get hit. So that transition, a lot of guys get lost. A lot of guys are lost. A lot of guys, they don't find themselves outside the helmet until they're forced to. And then they have a year off and idle hands on the devil's playground. Oh, I'm not playing ball. Got about $2 million in the bank. Mm -hmm. I'm going to. Go buy some stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lamar, take me into the locker room. I mean, we've talked about this a few different times. Right. You know, you said Barry Sanders started talking to you about the paycheck. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as you're coming into the league, you know, whether you, you know, you're a rookie in your first year or whether you're five years in or whether you're 10 years in, like, who do you look to in the locker room? I mean, we always hear about these locker room leaders, the guys that are the emotional leaders on the field, you know, the defensive captains. But who's really, if anybody, walking you through what to do in life while you're on the team? Right. You know, Larry Lee was very good at that. I know Larry spoke about it earlier, but it's, 
it's very difficult. You know, I know guys in the NFL, Greg, that were cut because they did too much off the field. Mm-hmm. And they were still productive on the field. And not all locker rooms, honestly, are as close as you would think. Right. Some are cliquish. I was lucky enough to be in a locker room where everyone got along. Everyone hung out. There were no cliques. And a lot of times, these cliques are separated by how much money you make. Oh, yeah. You know, so if you're not an upper echelon, $5 million a year guy, sometimes you know, they, they may not give you proper advice. And then you also have to put into the factor that you may play the same position. Maybe they don't want you to get better than them. And maybe yeah. they don't want to develop yeah. that relationship with you. So there's a lot of dynamics that go into it. But when you're lucky enough, like I was, to have a Herman Moore that was an established businessman, to have a Robert Porsche who ran restaurants and say, you know what, I want with those. I see what it's like to prepare. Mm-hmm. And I'll be completely honest with you, the light didn't come on to me, for me, until my second year. I was a snot-nosed rookie. I really didn't take a lot of things seriously. When I became a starter as a sophomore, it was the older veterans that sat me down. We expect the level of consistency from you now. You're a starter. Right. You're not a rookie anymore. So it helped me grow not only as a player, but as a man as well to start that preparation. And I'm here today not on the soapbox because I've made plenty of mistakes, Greg. Oh, absolutely. Plenty of them. We know? all have. Right. So it's just been a, it's been a crazy transition. But events like this, 14 years strong. And as uh, Ben said earlier, you want to come out here better than you came. And that's why we have these things. I really do believe that in this 14th year of the networking event, this is so important because guys really don't get this atmosphere throughout the year. And then maybe you never know when that light's going to click on for some guys. Mm-hmm. This may be it. And I hope that we can achieve that today. Yeah. Now, it's interesting. You were talking about Herman Moore and he's got the businesses. Mm-hmm. How much do you see – I mean, when you were in the league and how much do you see that now players – being able to invest not only their money but their time into things off the field that's going to be supporting them after they're done on the field. That's a great point because now, as we mentioned earlier, it's a year long. It's no offseason anymore. You are playing year long, so you don't really have time to run. You have to have a great team and great people around you. And a lot of times what you see is Herman had a great team. Ben mentioned earlier, his wife, shout out to Ben's wife. He's doing great. Shout out to you. <laughs> He's a great interview. <laughs> he loves you. <laughs> I was going to say, interesting to shout out to yeah. somebody else's wife. Yeah, man. Yeah, I want to make sure, you know, you he say, she want to make sure he was here. He was here. And he's still here and taking care of me. <laughs> so that's one thing that um, we look at. And that transition can be, it just shows you, you know, lead by example. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a verbal example, just, just to look at it. Yeah. And that's just so, so important to have that opportunity and know and understand it's still a business. It took me to my first renegotiation to realize it was a business. Oh, they love me. They, they like me. They're going to take care of me. No, they're going to take care of the Lions first. Mm-hmm. And if I fit into those plans financially, then they'll take care of me. So when the guys realize that it is a business, I think they get a better aspect of how to approach life after the game as take well. Me inside, take me inside the football player mindset. You know, we're going back into the locker room again. You know, sitting from the outside looking in, you know, we hear about the minimum contracts. And, you know, you hear so often guys are like, dude, I would go pay for the minimum contract. I right. Would, Give me three hundred thousand dollars, I'll go play. But how do you balance that idea of you know what you think you're worth when you're going into contract negotiations? Mm-hmm. You know, just step us inside of that, you know, inside those walls for a second, just for people who haven't been there before. Oh yeah, well definitely. I think that you know your agent, you know, now with the collective bargaining agreement, you know, rookies now really don't even need an agent because they're only get, going to get paid, you know, that slump sum of money. So I tell rookies, if you know you're only going to get this amount of money, why get three percent of it away? You know. Right. Save, save your money. You're not going to get any more than that. So you have to know your self-worth. You know, you got to balance base yourself based on your performance as mm-hmm. well because that's really going to determine your base value to the, to, to the front office because this, it's, it's a bottom-sum, bottom-line game. Can you get it done? How much is it going to cost to get it done? And as my second year, I was a free agent. So I was a year-to-year in my first two years. 
And I really was ignorant to the business, didn't understand. So I would go in the front office and say, why y'all not paying me? <laughs> why y'all not paying me? Not until I got to the front office to work that I realized I was somewhat sabotaged. But we're going to be joined, uh, we're going to have be blessed now with the Super Bowl Gospel Choir. I hope you guys can hear it. It's been a long, long time coming, long time coming, but I know the change don't come. Oh, yes, it will. It's been too hard living, but I'm not afraid. right now by the NFL Super Bowl Gospel Choir. We'll be back after a couple messages. We're going to, me and Greg Knights are going to sit here and feel the Holy Ghost for a little bit. We'll see you guys in a little bit. Stay tuned. P&E Live from Miss Holla, New York City. to the pros we, we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings of the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 